<laughs> All right, we are on. All right. Yo, everyone. Welcome. Sound on <laughs> Please welcome and, and to have a seat and get comfortable. Welcome to Chatbook Fest. This is a convention of chatbook poets. We like to meet once a year in Atlantic City for 30 minutes. And we like to express whatever content, poems, whatever we can with you. It's a little bit of a empty audience today. I know we booked Chatbook Fest for like at least 30 people and it's just us who showed up so yeah i paid 500 dollars for the three-day vip and it seems like uh there's only this one 30-minute event for 500 dollars. <sighs> honestly fine. i don't i don't really expect anyone to even come to anything we do i mean i don't i honestly don't well, care either i expect my poet friends to show up sometimes i, get and I guess you did up. you guys are my only friends so honestly it is nice to have the space this atlantic city i don't know i've found in the past and get annoyingly crowded yeah dense kind of city environment i guess we really should have gotten the smaller room i don't think we needed the banquet hall if it was just gonna be well a... it was on you to do it i told you to take care of it you said you would and it, you've fucked us up well again. i i haven't fucked us up i feel like you fucked us up because i haven't even introduced everybody or said anything yet and you've already just said out loud on a recording about how i'm fucking it up so Whatever. My name is Joseph Rogan, no relation. I am a poet, a visual artist, um, fuck up and a failure. Whatever. Somebody else introduce themselves. I don't feel like doing this anymore. I'm Jerome Duraplaw, the guy that got Joseph Rogan, no relation to where he is today. Um, don't get any thinks for it, but I don't really expect it. That's not what art is about. Um, my name is Thomas Kincaid Jr. I was recently shortlisted for the Pushcart Prize. Um, I'm a little bit more successful and esteemed than the other poets in attendance, but I'm interested to see. It's kind of cute. Like it'd be funny to see their poems too. You know, I'm sure they're they're trying their best. Um, I suppose I should introduce myself now. Uh, I'm Sebastian Golden. Uh, I'm an aspiring poet. Never been never been published yet, but uh, you know, I, publishers are bullshit, man. Don't I, worry about I, it. I, yeah, I, not my I publisher, uh, Arizona State University Press. My publisher is actually quite um, sophisticated. I I that's honestly had to yeah. work. I had to work very hard to not get published because people were publishing stuff without even asking me because my stuff was <laughs> so good. It was on like Soul Seeker, whatever. Like your poems were just. Yeah, how'd they get publisher. it? Oh well, the Pirate Bay had a link up for quite a while that I had, had removed finally. But how long is quite a while? And yours. Mm. Okay. Well, that's Joel. It's on some private trackers, but, you know, what am I going to do? It looks like he's being kind of moody. I don't know if he wants to introduce himself. It's really cool that he's not introducing himself, but this is my be polite to This do is it. our moody friend, Joel. Joel, do you have anything to say? Well, I hope he's going to express himself through poetry later instead of just being uh He is cratty. the first person I've ever seen that's in a silent poem. And it was the best one I heard all year, so... Well, you saw John Cage do one. Yeah, Who's that? Well, actually, Joel did his silent poem for twice as long as John Cage did. So to me, that's kind of like double the performance. It was called 866. <laughs> yeah, 8 minutes, 66 seconds. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it was called 906. Okay, well, All maybe right, we well, just get started on poems. Before. Well, no, we got one more poet over there whose video feed isn't up. Yeah, I'm the audience because I didn't, I didn't really write a poem. <laughs> okay. We have a guy who wandered in. The hell? 
These silent poems, at least they uh, rhyme. You could argue. Yeah, oh, I wrote a silent poem. Yeah, right? It was a really short. Well, and Joel's idea. If you wrote a silent poem, it better not be nine minutes and six seconds long. <laughs> no, it was uh, fifty milliseconds. I said it between oh. words a bunch of times. Oh wow! You've told a lot of poems already, then. Yeah, it's about well, the things you don't say. Should we get started, or should we just keep fucking up like this? Or well, I don't even care. Nobody you, showed you up. You are alone and fucking up. You are alone. I didn't fuck up. It's just you're that, on an island. It's not. I didn't make a mistake. It's just that people don't fucking like us. That's it. I am liking this banter. It sort of feels like the poetry of the streets. Sort of. We're like writing a poem collaboratively together every time we talk. We're like the Algonquin coffee table. We're like the um, Algonquin blackberry bubbly table. Pretty good. Shout out to Bubbly. Shout out to That's Bubbly, really sponsor. It was really lucky of us to get a sponsor here. Uh, I don't drink water personally, but I have no beef with it. Oh, it upsets your stomach. Yeah, I can't stand it. it you know, I, if I don't get a beer in my stomach after four o'clock, I get really sick for some reason. I'm not sure why. I think it's like a gluten thing that I need it. But uh, yeah, that's just. <sighs> At least they have wine here. Too true. Shall yeah, I at least we brought wine. Should we just get started reading the poems? I don't want to get yelled at again, Jerome. Is that okay if I read a poem? <laughs> Give me something. If you're going to critique me the whole time, tell me what to do better. Read your poem. I tried to do something where I wanted to write all my poems about Christmas because it's the Christmas time season. So since Joseph is going to start, I'm going to take this time to take a break. <sighs> I'm just going to say this before I fucking cry. All right. My poem <laughs> is called, I am a pussy who has never had a holiday season romance or given a daring present. If my life is South Park, I'm Cartman. My socks are always wet inside of my dry shoes. Basically, even though I'm an adult, I have the fatty and soft hands of a newborn baby. Every single Christmas, I get my parents either gift cards or nothing at all. I know that Jesus Christ wasn't actually born on Christmas, and I will remind you. I am a pussy who has never had a holiday season romance or given a daring presence. If I see someone having sex in public, I think it's okay for me to start jacking off too. I have never walked hand in hand with someone on a snowy Christmas sidewalk. I have never found myself under the mistletoe with my holiday crush. I've spent every single adult Christmas of my life inside of a bar where there is a sign in the bathroom that says no shitting. One time I squeezed a girl's arm so hard that she wrote a pastebin post about me that compared me to Woody Allen. And I was so honored by the comparison that I threw her car keys into the Gowanus Canal. I am a pussy who has never had a holiday season romance or given a daring presence. I keep dating women with Lyme disease who break up with me before Christmas because their parents say they will cut off their trust fund if they bring home any more poets with inverted penises. Do you know what I love about Brooklyn? The women I date keep getting younger and I stay the same age according to my Tinder profile. I love to date a woman for two months and then buy her a heart-shaped necklace for $20 and then I start crying. I jacked off to the song Santa Baby a lot growing up, and I think it messed me up. Want to talk about it in a dimly lit bar for six hours while I keep trying to touch your leg? 
Make fun of me all you want, but all I really want for Christmas is a girl to look at me and tell me I'm normal. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. All I really want for Christmas is for a girl to look at my penis and tell me it's normal. I am a pussy who has never had a holiday season romance or given a daring present. Hmm. That was middling at best, but it's probably about as good as you can do. At least he was honest. Somebody, why don't you go, Jerome? If you want to talk shit all the time and knock other people down, or we're just trying to, even was that shit? I was your whole life. It was Thomas that talked shit. I said you were honest. Whatever. Yeah, why don't you come after me, Joseph Rogan? No relation. You too scared? You're gonna take it out on him because you're too scared to come after me. I don't feel like doing it anymore. This is boring. Well, it's boring because no one's reading a poem. This poem is called The Solstice Cistern. Ooh. The Solstice Cistern was a mystery. Through spruce loosenings upon the terrace comes a winter sun. Gooseberries and mooses abound in darkened corridors of pine. The early dark returns, folding into white covers, covering the thistle and the nettles until the incandescence of spring. And of course, the warbler's trestle. Oh my god, playing the hits. Bit of a sequel. You guys are it was, snap um, after them. And it was really easy for me to understand what it was about. And we have the audio here that's being recorded for people, so if you guys just snap into the microphones, even if you don't like the poems like that one, then it would make us look a lot better. I'm not going to do that. I adored okay. the poem, so I will snap. Mm-hmm. All right, if you guys could show a little enthusiasm in the snaps as well, just I feel like from the sound, um, they can tell in your body language that's not well. Like I think really it's snap. it's gauche to show enthusiasm for poems because it's really like more for the mind than for the, the fingers, you know. I know just someone who got carpal boring. tunnel from snaps, so plus I can't snap properly, so just yeah. My like father he... was never around, he never taught me how to snap. I also have a tragic backstory. Would anyone else like to read a poem? I'll read a well, poem. Oh. Sebastian. Would you like to read a poem, Sebastian, for us? Uh, I'm happy to. Um, so this is called Christmas Poem. My name is Sebastian Golden, and I'm here to say that Christmas is coming in a very big way. It's a holiday known for being full of good cheer when family happiness is given the all clear Children look forward to excellent gifts, and parents eagerly take second shifts. They willingly spend beyond their means because it is worth it to please their teens. But I could be accused of remissness if I failed to mention a certain fact about Christmas, a character that people like to enjoy, except for grown-ups with imaginations dulled by employ. The character wears red clothing and has a long beard, and 364 days of the year, he has fully disappeared. He is often depicted as larger than life, and he is believed to possess a wife. He uses an animal called reindeer to get to and fro, and his favorite one's nose emits a golden glow. You might see him late at night as he crosses the sky. His name is Santa Claus, and he's a laudable guy. 
giving presents to children if he judges them nice, and coal to the naughty ones afflicted by vice. This tubby moral arbiter is beloved by most, and we think of him fondly as we feast on Christmas roast. So let's leave cookies and milk for Santa on the 24th of this year. It should be obvious by now you have nothing to fear. It's simply a tradition with massive appeal. So try believing in Santa. Your faith makes him real. Merry Christmas, and to all a good night. I hope you believe in Santa's Christmas flight. And remember my words if you ever think you're too adult, because goodness, love, and imagination bring a better result. Wow. Guys, could you lean into the mics? Because he's done with the poem, and I know that's not like your type of poetry, Jerome. I, and I know Joel that you can be really sketchy. And like, what do you mean? That was the best poem I've heard all night. Behind, you love to talk about you know poets behind their backs. And I whatnot. think it's kind of in poor taste, though, maybe because it was a little bit too positive when there's a lot of suffering in the world still. Yeah, I mean that's a problem I had with it that it was like really upbeat and all about this Christmas and like Sebastian, have you ever like really fucked up and felt like a moron or something before? I have, but I, I do prefer to. I mean, I, and I have depression, but I, you know. Maybe well, have not. you ever like have you ever like seen a poor person, you know? And then you're like, fuck. Or be like, this world is know, so crazy. Maybe if you did like a poem called like Christmas shit, like I am a Christmas yeah. shit, like that's the kind of stuff we usually kind of look for. <sighs> I think I can put us back on track. Are you ready to, to, to say a I guess. I don't know. Fucking well, bored. I'm not the one telling you not to do it. I'm the one who's done everything right, and I've gotten only yelled at. So I don't want to hear it from you, Joel. So if you want to read a fucking poem, then read it. But leave me out of it. I can't tell if he's freezing, if he froze, or if he's standing still. Oh, <laughs> let, him, let him let him work. Joseph, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Poem's called A Very Boring Christmas. Christmas sucks. Christmas stinks. I think it's boring. I think it reeks. Mistletoe is stupid. Candy canes blow. And who gives a fuck about a little snow? Santa's a bitch. Elves are freaks. I don't care about a damn wreath. This tree is too big and these lights too bright. All I want to do is get in a fight. I wish I was gaming with my friend Shadow and maybe even Sonic because this holiday blows. Who even cares that some baby was born? I'd rather go home and jack it to porn. All those hot ladies blasting their clit. Reindeer are lame. I want to pull my shit. I don't like this present. I didn't get you one. This whole thing is stupid and it isn't very fun. I hate you all. I want to go home. You should eat some shit and don't call my phone. Christmas sucks. Christmas stinks. I think it's boring. I think it reeks. You really See, Sebastian that? Sebastian could have learned something from that. Well, maybe not go other, like the other side of things. It's a bit not, yin and yang, I think. Maybe not maybe go as both. far far as Joel did, because he you know, he, he goes and he all he has is negativity about it, and you know, Christmas can actually be kind of nice if you let well, it Well, I think Sebastian brought a little bit of base and Joel brought a little bit of acid, and we have a perfect balance here. Of base and acid? 
Is that a cocktail? Is that how you make a cocktail? What is? No, that? it's like a pH balance. You dumb fuck. I thought oh. it was bass and treble. Thomas, do you even have any poems? Of course. Okay, I'm the only one who's putting out a chat book on ASU Press, and I was shortlisted for the Pushcart Prize. I might remind you. I'm um, currently developing the world's longest chat book. It's nearly 100 pages right now. Um, some people are starting to call it a book, actually. It's so long. I mean, it's more um, of a novella. People, your mom, your mom is calling it a book now? It's like a novella, I guess. Well, yeah, my mom is the um, poetry chair at Arizona State University, and she did get me this um, deal, maybe. But um, um, there's a lot of poems in this thing, obviously, because it's very long. So there are a number of Christmas poems featured in it, and that's what I've brought for you today. Um, it's going to come out in summer of 2025. So it won't be great timing for when the book drops, but this is the ideal time to read. This is some of my more academic work, I would say. Um, I know you guys in the past have heard uh, some of my, you know, variety of styles of poems, but these ones are really aimed more at academia. So I'm not sure if you'll understand, but this one is called... Lamentations and Reflections Upon a Yuletide Eve Cush got my eyes looking like Rudolph's nose. No Santa, but I got three hoes. Miss Claus in my sleigh, yeah, a bad bitch chose. I think writing poetry is more fun than prose. I'm zannied up looking for Christmas-crazed hoes. No pedo, but rockin' Balenciaga head to toe. Miss Claus as fat like my poetry folios. Yeah, academics love my poetry because of the good lines I compose. That's why I won the Pushcart Prize. Because of all my good lines. Yep, that's pretty much it. That's all I have to say for now. I'll be back with another poem soon. I thought you said you were only up for the Pushcart Prize. Well, this is this poem's going to come out in 2025, so I'm assuming I won it by then. Well, what happens if you don't win the pushcart prize? Well, then I'll win it in 2024 to make sure it's accurate. Why did you read it like that? Because that's how academics read poetry. Like, like what, Joel? Like reading it to a bunch of fucking children. Well, because like you guys aren't going to understand it if I go fast. A bunch of fucking five-year-olds sitting around here with the bounce in his voice talking about zannies and hoes. I mean, he's not taking it very seriously, right, Joel? I don't think. I, I just. Think Joel I thought it was. It. I thought it was. Would boring. it be possible to have another read through? I felt juvenile. Less patronizing. Okay, yeah. you want me to do a less patronizing one? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Stop smiling, if you could. <laughs> well, Maybe how do you, how do you imagine I'm gonna? So do I need to read it fast? How, how, Sebastian, how would you want me to read this? Probably yeah, quick as hell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe macabre, Could, a little macabre. A okay, macabre. it's quick but macabre. That's a really tough combo. Or maybe a touch of melancholy. Kush um, <sighs> got my yeah, eyes looking like Rudolph's nose. Uh, no Santa, but I got three hoes. Miss Claus in my sleigh. Yeah, a bad bitch chose. <sighs> I think writing poetry is more fun than prose. <sighs> I'm zannied up looking for Christmas crazed hoes. No pedo, but rockin' Balenciaga head to toe. Miss Claus as fat, as fat like my poetry folios. Uh, yeah, academics love my poetry because the good lines I compose. That's why I won the pushcart prize because of all my good lines. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Guess that's all I have to say for now. I guess I'll be back with another poem soon. That was so much, much better. better. That, that was, was so much lot, better. That was a the lot first better. first poem. That I'm was gonna really with. really good, Thomas. Was that oh, so was that so hard? That was insanely good. 
You know, wow, Joseph, I like wish I could say yours home. was good too, but. Oh, thank you. No, I wish I could say that. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. I've been working really hard on it. Okay. I could tell you worked hard, but. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been, it's been, I've been. You know, uh, Joseph, I mean this um, as a compliment that I think you're really good at what you do. Oh, what you thank do, you. What you do isn't good. Oh, oh. What's that? Sorry, I, I I had to take my headphones off. I didn't hear what you said after that. Should we? Should we? What the fuck are we doing? Should we do another poem? I mean, I guess he's gone. If we just, <sighs> I think we're all competitive. I understand, but um. I think in our heart of hearts, we, I don't know. I, I admire all of your work. Um, I don't. Okay. Well, if, that's, right. the, if that's the truth, that's, that's well, fine. I guess that's just the state of things. I guess that's just how we're going to be. So, Sebastian, you might as well just stop being nice to him. You might as well just, because if he's determined to be upset, then I don't even see what the point of talking, talking to him is. So, whatever. I'm just going to read another fucking poem. Is that okay? Is that okay, Jerome? Whatever. This poem is called Baby It's Warm Outside. You really got to go. Baby, it's warm outside. I can call you a cab because, baby, it's warm outside. The night has been very depressing. Imagine having sex so bad that the New Yorker magazine had to get involved. I could walk you to the door because, baby, it's warm outside. Or maybe you could just leave, you know, because it's so warm outside. I know you'd like to stay here and sleep for the first time in two days because we both took a pill that looks like Squidward, but baby, it's warm outside and you should go. Uh, you've got to get out of my apartment, please. My refractory period hits so hard after I nut and my symptoms are exactly like postpartum depression. Baby, it's so goddamn warm outside. It's like a sauna. I think walking would feel nice, or maybe you'd like to get a bite to eat. I know you'd want me to rub your feet, but you have to go because, baby, it's warm outside. I have a very busy schedule. After you leave, I have to stare dead-eyed in the mirror at myself, and all I'm going to see is a giant human-shaped big mouth billy bass. Devoid of, devoid of emotion, or I mean devoid of any positive emotion. Because, baby, it's warm outside. I think you'll be safe. I'm just a trusting person, and you should just get the fuck out of here. And I don't want to be rude because people get mad at me when I'm rude, but it's kind of your fault. You know, what kind of person just shows up to another person's house, has sex with them, and then falls asleep? Are you kidding me? Get the fuck up. It's so fucking warm outside. It's like summer. Just go. People are going to talk. I know that we're both members of the same 50-person friend group, and we keep trading boyfriends and girlfriends with each other. But you don't know me, and you have to go because, baby, it's warm outside. And you don't even know me. Have you ever read the article about me in Vulture magazine? No, of course you didn't, because you didn't even care. And so what if the article was written by my ex-girlfriend who caught me cheating on her when she caught me forcefully grabbing a different woman by the arm? Because baby, it's warm outside, and I shouldn't have brought that stuff up. So you gotta wake up. You gotta get out of here. It's warm outside. You gotta get out of here. Stop looking at me. Don't ask me about the folded up pieces of paper in the trash can by my computer. Don't worry about that 
that stuff. Why worry when it's so warm outside? So get out and go because it's warm outside, okay? It's fucking warm outside. I'm closing the door now. I know you're talking, but I'm closing the door now. The door is closing, okay? So here it goes. Okay, bye. Oh, that was boring. He's done that like 20 times. Done what? Poem? That same poem, basically. It's the same thing. And how many times have you mentioned the Warbler's Trestle? Do you want to get into it here? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. How many times have you done a poem named the Warbler's Trestle? You did a chat book called the Warbler's Trestle. All right. I don't even know what a Warbler is and how it trestles. Is that just a bird singing? What's so poetic about that, Jerome? And when I got smaller sunglasses than you, you broke them. You couldn't handle it. Sorry, Sebastian. I know you're new here. I don't want to get you mixed up in all this. I'm sorry. I think we all know the real enemy tonight is Christmas, though. Right? It's not Christmas. Christmas the real enemy. Fine. The real enemy is Christmas, and I think it's fucking boring, and I think it's what's driving us apart. Do you think there's any way you would ever find a little bit of room for Christmas in your heart, Joel? No. What if what's in, what's in your heart if not Christmas? I would say old you know, steel. A little bit of uh cobalt steel, maybe some uh maybe some crimson. Crimson. Oh, crimson uh, blood? Crimson Obsidian. Blood. Obsidian. I read your chat book uh cobalt steel maybe, and crimson maybe blood. I thought it was chartreuse sunlight upon the azure ocean is in my soul charles oh that's charles. so poetic Thomas. oh my god i loved your oh, yeah, uh, that was a weird name to call me <laughs> i loved your uh chat book uh uh sephiroth 2 joel it was really good yeah thank you you know you know why it was good because it lacked anything about christmas well i mean there's been plenty of i mean christmas poems are just their own thing and i thought it would be nice so I know when I said, hey, I guys, think it's pathetic I, and I think it's boring. I think, yeah, I know. I heard you when I said I wanted to do Christmas poems and everyone yelled at me. All right. So do you have yes. something productive to say or are you just going to keep coming at me? I mean, I think there's I think there's something to what you're saying. I mean, Christmas is meaningless, uh, but it's it's sort of a cipher. It's a sort of a void that you know we bring meaning to. And I think that's why it's, it's kind of a great subject matter. Oh. I couldn't I couldn't disagree more. See, I think Sebastian's learning since he read his poem. This sounds like a more sophisticated take than what we heard from you earlier. I couldn't disagree more. Well, maybe. I, I think my poem can shed some light on. Oh, please. Let's shed, yeah. <clears throat> this poem is called Mr. Pussy. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Can you stop laughing? Oh, so I saw something else. Um, I was thinking of something um, that has nothing to do with you. I was also what? thinking of something. I was watching a video. Wait, okay. Yeah. okay. Three of you are watching Shush. Young Sheldon on your Shush. phone right now. <laughs> My name is Mr. Pussy. Not because I get any. Are you going to keep laughing? Uh, oh, sorry. I saw young, a, a funny young video Sheldon. of a cat attacking a young Christmas tree. Sheldon. Young Sheldon is a very funny show, and it just sticks in your brain. It's ironically funny. I don't actually think it's funny. I know. I know. Me too. Okay, I'm going to restart. My name is Mr. Pussy. Not because I get any, but because I'm a pussy. Stop laughing. <laughs> mm. I'm actually sick. 
<laughs> My name is Mr. Pussy. <laughs> Not because I get any, but because I'm a pussy. I'm a knob and I'm an enabler. I'm unemployably adorkable. I'm addicted. I'm addicted to licking 9-volt batteries. God doesn't claim me. I'm getting my ass kicked tomorrow. I'm not getting any pussy. <laughs> I've never guessed the right amount of jelly beans in a jar. And I've never gotten pussy. I drive with both feet. I drive while I play Angry Birds. I drive to get pussy. But I never get there. I've never even been to Madison Square Garden, and I've never been to the Hog. But I belong there for my pussy deficiency, and my iron deficiency, and my dick deficiency. I have chronic meningitis. I've never paid taxes because the IRS refuses to acknowledge I exist. I've never gotten pussy, and my name is Mr. Pussy. That's it. That wasn't funny at all. That was, <sighs> was boring. His soul on the line. It wasn't Very supposed dark. to be funny, and it was supposed to be boring. That was the point. <laughs> then I guess it's the best thing I've heard all night. Here I taught myself the applications of gravitational lensing, Faraday's law of magnetic induction. Is this young Sheldon? Yeah, that's that's ironically funny to me. My bad. Dr uh, great poem, Jerome. Okay, should I read another one or? I mean, I've got one, but I guess um, you could just wait to read it in my chat book. Why don't you just read it then? All right. This one, again, it's like a similar um, intellectual level, I think. Hopefully your, your brains are properly stimulated for this one. It's called Another Christmas Morning. Boring. I wake... Uh, uh, all right, we just sit here in silence. It's really boring. I'd rather do that. Mm -hmm. I prefer the silent poems. Oh, that's funny. People think that kid's so smart, but all his lines are written by adults. So that's yeah. a great. That's a great poem, Thomas. I wish yeah. he was here though, because he's the only one who would understand my poem, honestly. But <clears throat> this one's called "Another Christmas Morning." I wake up on Christmas morning, full of Christmas glee, only to see there's no presents under the Christmas tree. How? How could this be? Did Santa Claus forget about me? And ditto my friends and family. Well, I guess no one cares about me. Nobody bothered to give me any presents under my tree. There's no reindeer prancing on my rooftop with glee there's no mistletoe thing above me yeah there's nobody even here except me i guess everyone <laughs> forgot it's plain to see i guess christmas is stupid and i don't care though why would i want to hang out with a bunch of christmas crazed hoes yeah I guess I'll just sit here alone under the tree with no presents or friends or any kind of glee. Yeah, I guess nobody cares about me. Yep. Seems like nobody cares. 
I guess no one's gonna say anything? Okay. Yeah, not my problem. I actually prefer it this way. I don't... I'll just do Christmas all... I don't need people or presents or Christmas glee. Um, we, I can just sit here. This is a very conversational poem. Is it done? Yeah, that was the end. I, I I would, like you should. You really should. You were telling people to snap earlier, and you wouldn't snap for mine. Uh, so I didn't know I it was yours? done. And I like that poem because it seems like an AI wrote it. <laughs> it seemed like it was written by Smarter Child. That poem. <laughs> well, I like how every sentence starts with "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, once I rhymed "Glee" and "Me" and "Tree," I figured I should just rhyme those about five more times each, because like. Especially you guys, you don't really get what I'm doing the first time, and I gotta kind of like drill it home. So you, uh, I like how you read everything in a patronizing voice, as in a, a gift if we're children or something, right? You just can't. Well, yeah, help, because but... you don't understand. You know, Joel doesn't like two things: Christmas, Christmas and patronizing voices, and he likes two things: Sonic the Hedgehog well, and Shadow the Hedgehog. Sonic's kind of a throwaway. Shadow, yes. The other one would be. Is Sonic like kind of a, a kind of a poser to you? Sonic is a prototype, right? Before the ultimate life form came to be. It's actually true. Yeah. I mean, it's a video game. It's not like. Yeah, that's fact. No, he keeps. It's also talking. a show. He also keep kept telling me before we went on here that he knows Shadow the Hedgehog for. I real. do know Shadow. I can text you him. Don't right know now. Shadow. Okay, text him. I will. Text him. All I right. will. And I know you're just going to go on your phone and you're going to watch Young Sheldon clips. No, I'm not. Joel, Joel and I spent a summer with Shadow in a cottage in Nice. So he is friends with him. I can uh, you're not the only one with famous people in your phone, though. Check this out. His palette. That's <laughs> not real. Shadow's real. palette is oh, to him. developed beyond belief. He really knows. Inside Sheldon, what do you think you're doing? Exploring the impact of the French invasion on the a same fucking society. clip I was watching. <laughs> As more fucking, I went for the first clip too. I get it. Someone want to read a fucking poem? Yeah, I, have a, I don't I have, have another, any more. I know I, I said I had one, but I actually have another uh, very short one. Oh, Christmas surprise! Sebastian, um, hear it. Your first one made me cry. I'm glad. Um, your first one didn't make me cry, so this one better. But it affected you, I'm sure, on some level. Your first one made me cry out of sadness for humanity and the inevitable we're all marching into uh, with your love of Christmas. So hopefully, I don't know, do better. Of course, all of this is subjective. Um, this one is called a. Uh, this one is called a uh, Christmas rant. My name is Sebastian Golden, and I'm here to say that Christmas is coming in a very big way. <laughs> Sorry. Um, let me, is that let me it? start over because I, I feel like, yeah, I, started, yeah, I, feel like I interrupted myself. Here. I can't even remember the beginning, so just start over. <laughs> I'll, let me start over because I, I got lost. and um, It's weird. As I'm reading these things, I'm always thinking of how I would change it. Like, you're never quite, you're never fully done. Uh, it's oh, just sort yeah. of arbitrary. Um, mm. so I'm always like, how can I reword this? Mm. Um, I, I'm done with this poem. Should I stop? No. No. Okay, no continue. Joel, be nice, all right? Okay. Again, um, I think as I 
just to reiterate, this is called Christmas Rant. My name is Matthew. Sorry. Uh, What's up? My name is Sebastian Golden. Is that part of the uh, poem? That they're sort of a typo, uh, but fortunately, mm. um, yeah, Google Docs caught it just as I was reading. No problem. Uh, you make yeah. reading poems look really hard. I know it's tricky. <laughs> Joseph, do you uh, know who Joel reminds me of? Our friend Quentin Stillborn. Oh, he's also yeah. a prick. Yeah, he's also very rude and aggressive. Quentin, Quentin's my cousin, but it's kind of rude to say that. Hmm. It's rude to say someone's your cousin. <laughs> no, it's rude that to say that he's uh he's stuck up and he's a prick. Oh, I well, didn't say so you're stuck up. I just said you're a prick. Yeah, we said you're. Well, you are uh, stuck. You up. You out of that? Yeah. Okay. Is there a candle in your room that's being reflected in your sunglasses? That are those your pupils? Yeah. Could you just stay like that for a second, Joel? <laughs> here, let me see if there's a candle over here. <laughs> you can see my lantern behind me as well. There's a candle over there. Also, stuck up and prick aren't necessarily insults. Not necessarily. Yeah, if you like big hard pricks, mm -hmm. they're stuck up. Uh, Sebastian, can you please read your poem? Again, uh, this is called uh, Christmas Rant. My name is Sebastian Golden, and I'm here to say that Christmas is coming in a very big way. It's an annual fest associated with various traditions including a nullifying effect on feminine intuitions. The fairer sex lose access to their second sight, and she-her types enter a world of eternal night. I'm kidding, of course. All will be fine. Christmas does not harm women or men, at least not by design. There is no such thing, however, as feminine intuition. Like everyone else, chicks have normal cognition. There is no such thing as feminine intuition. Like everyone else, chicks have normal cognition. Feminine intuition is not a thing. This urban legend somehow took wing and pesters us to this day and people act like it's real. Misinformation in the post-truth era of Trump, as always, gives us a raw deal. I like how you repeated the line twice. That was very effective. So that's a device. That did you? Did what, you? What kind of did device? you? Did you patent device. that, Sebastian? Did you come up with that device? Because I'm gonna steal uh, it. I'm letting you right now. Right now, I'm gonna steal it. I disagreed with a lot in that poem, and I'm not gonna say what I disagreed with. You believe in feminine intuition? <laughs> Maybe he just believes in Christmas. You don't want to talk about feminine intuition, Joel? <laughs> you don't want to say pro or con feminine It'll intuition? Strike a raw nerve. Yeah. I think it's I think it's just boring. I'm not gonna say anything. You think feminine intuition is boring? Do we want to finish yeah. off our poems? Who else has a poem? I I have a poem. Joel, do you have a poem? No. Okay, Joseph, you can go then. Okay. This poem is called "A Summary of Every Christmas Day I've Ever Had as an Adult." 2009. I am 21 years old. Me, Tao Lin, and Steve Roggenbuck celebrate Christmas together in a collective poetry house that tries to use art to answer the question of what's up with age of consent laws? 2010. I am 22 years old. I am waking up in the bathtub in an apartment outside of a small liberal arts college in Connecticut. There's lipstick all over the toilet, and there's a post-it note attached to my forehead that reads, Get Lost. I live there for two more months. 2011. I am 23 years old. 
I am getting a stick and poke tattoo of Garfield, ironically, and I keep getting upset because everyone says it looks like Heathcliff. I get so mad that my nose starts bleeding and I go into a coma in the living room for two days. I pretended to be in a coma for three days because all of the women who live there got so used to me being around that they started changing their clothes in front of me. 2012. I am 24 years old. I am in, a I'm in Las Vegas writing a two-paragraph article on Christmas hookup culture for Rascal Magazine, a Maxim knockoff that was advertised at 11 and 12-year-old men. I cold approach a HB5 at the casino bar. She says that we can have crazy hot sex in her hotel room as long as I don't get weird, but I immediately start crying about a sad dream I had the night before. 2013, I am 25 years old. I'm with a woman I think we are dating and she doesn't. She walks in with a nondescript brown package and turns to me and says that I have to try these weird drugs she ordered off the internet first so that she knows she won't die when she does them. I sleep in front of the TV for four days straight while it constantly replays the office theme music from the DVDs the entire time. I am 26 years old, 2014. Me and Jerome Durapois rent a cabin in rural Delaware for a few days. He points out that the mop in the corner has hair kind of like a woman, and we fight over the mop for four days until we both accidentally snap it in half. 2015, I am 27 years old. I am putting the finishing touches on my poetry chat book called Bay Humbug. It is 22 pages, and it fucking sucks. I check my calendar, and I realize that it is Christmas Day. I reach for my phone and send Merry Christmas to every single girl on my contact list, despite what happened the last time we met. 2016, I'm 28 years old. I wake up in the bed of a 43-year-old woman and my ankles are being bitten by a bunch of dogs. I very mildly push one of the dogs away and she gets so mad at me that she breaks a holiday edition buzz ball over my head that's made out of glass. I roll over and go back to sleep. 2017, I am 29 years old. I am at my most age-appropriate ex-girlfriend's parents' house. She smiles at me, looks at her father, and excuses herself to go to the bathroom. I turn to her father and tell him that I intend to marry her. He kicks me in the chest so hard I go sliding out into the front yard. I'm so upset that I drove immediately to an army recruitment office and tried to enlist. 2018, I'm 29 years old for the second time. The first issue of my new project, Suck Me Magazine, has been released and has little, and it has a surprise fan. Jeffrey Epstein calls me to ask me if I could keep a secret, but I'm feeling a little too loose-lipped from the Quaaludes, and I tell him my social security number instead. He hangs up and blocks my number. 2019, I'm 29 years old for the second, second time. I'm at a bar named Stickies, and every single time my coat touches the bar, I have to use two hands to pull it off. I am brooding and looking downwards and waiting for a woman to approach me and ask me what's wrong. No one does, and the bartender asked me to leave after seeing me Google how much do guns cost. 2020, I'm still 29 years old. Me and a bunch of other ugly people are protesting COVID lockdowns by giving each other hepatitis B back and forth on a boat in the Gulf of Mexico. I look at my phone and my jaw drops. My ex-girlfriend is calling me. But it turns out she only wants to know my address so she can sue me for control of a dog that I've already lost. 2021. I'm 29 years old. I'm at a club in Berlin called Consent. I'm stealing drinks that are left on top of the urinal. 
I asked the DJ to play fairy tale in New York and due to the language barrier, the DJ and a bunch of people that work there stripped me naked and bathed me in a big wooden bathtub in the center of the dance floor. There's a TikTok with over 500,000 views of this, but no one will tag me in it when I ask. 2022, I'm 29 years old. You are letting me stay in your guest house. You introduce me to a girl that you know with greasy hair. Life is good. And then I wake up. What happened when you wake up? I would just like to say Jerome, me, did not break the broom, the mopstick. You broke the fucking broom. We both broke it. We were both holding you it. Broke it. Broke. You broke it. We were both fucking holding it when it broke. You, you, I laid it against the kitchen counter and you were drunk and tripped over it and it snapped no, in half. You kept saying the You mop, said, come over here, no, baby. And you no. went to go give it you a little saying, bit of sugar. No, you were saying that the mop had strawberry blonde hair and I said it had regular blonde hair and we were pulling it back and forth and it snapped in half. You That's wouldn't know strawberry happened. blonde if, it, if one bit you on the ass. What? How would a strawberry blonde bite me on me on my ass, Jerome? They wouldn't, because no one wants to be near you because you're <sighs> repulsive. I'm I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm not repulsive. Okay. Physically, well, think, I'm, physically, I'm fine. Physically, I think tonight tonight was of the wash. Physically, and you gotta I'm ask a, your dad for more norm, money because no, we're gonna lose on. the place. Physically, I have place. a normal body. I have a normal body physically. Ten fingers, ten tones, the right amount of nipples. And hair where it should be. I have a normal body, so just don't say. How many? What is many? the right amount of nipples? I got. Uh, I have two nipples. I have two nipples. That's the right amount of nipples. Sebastian, I want to thank you for doing your poems for us tonight, Joel. I appreciate your. Uh, Thomas, we need to talk to. About what? You're not. It's none of your business. Well, I feel like it should be my business because you're. Yeah, this mad is between me. me and Jerome, and we got to get out of here anyway because uh, the Libertarian Party has their Christmas fundraiser in this uh, conference room right now. Well, maybe they'd pay us to do poems. Um, I hope I'm, not. I'm leaving. Probably, probably not. But okay, he's just walking into the darkness. Uh, that was that was um, a pleasure. Uh, kind of hearing, rude, but hearing all of your work. Uh, Honestly, proud to proud to call you my peers. Um, thanks so, so much for listening to, to mine. Oh, you don't want to call Joseph your peer, trust me. Or, why don't you shut up, especially when I meet a new guy? And Sebastian may be a cool guy. He may I'm have leave an apartment. You no, know, he may have an apartment with like an extra bedroom or something, and he could be just nice. And you want you want to say that you just scare him away from me right from the start? And I know his headphones are plugged in, so he can still hear me. It was nice to I meet you, Sebastian. Uh, do you yeah, have like a, a spare bedroom or any kind of? Oh, uh, I'm I'm out of here. I, I'm not. You're not staying with me either this time. Well, I just. I mean, I could go the. Actually, do well. Let's let's connect outside. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go pretend to smoke and then pretend I run out of cigarettes and then just ask a bunch of people for them. So. I'll do something similar. Whatever. 